Hey everyone, welcome to Minimally Millennial. I'm Shelby. And I'm JP. Our intention with this podcast is to create a community for young millennials navigating adulthood for the first time. We strive to look at life with direction and purpose and want to share this vision with all of y'all. Rather than avoiding the tough conversations, we want to talk about them and get them out in the open. So if you're like us and have days when you ask yourself, how the hell did I get here and what am I supposed to do next? Then you're in the right place. So together, we will unlock the secrets of adulting and try to answer the question, why did nobody tell me this shit? Let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Minimally Millennial. Today, you are just getting another solo episode with me. JP is actually out helping her baby sister move into college. So good luck out there, little pidge. We are going to be getting started today on a similar theme you know, based off moving into college this time of year, um, noticing that a lot of people tend to make more moves at the end of summer, whether that be new jobs, new cities, starting school, finishing school, etc. So today's episode, we're going to be talking about moving to a new city. You know, we've had a couple other episodes in the past that kind of incorporate a little bit of these, you know, our making new friends episode, moving away from your hometown. But today we wanted to focus globally to anybody that's, you know, moving to a new city for the first time or just in general. It can be scary every time you do it, no matter how many times you've done it before. So we kind of wanted today's episode to really look at anyone making a move or transitioning to a new city in life. But to get more specific information on making new friends in a new city or again moving away from your hometown for the first time, go check out our other episodes. So we're going to get into that today. I'm going to talk a little bit about my experience. Like I said, it is a solo episode today. So you guys get to enjoy my solo rambling once more. JP will be back next week, which we are super excited for, but wanted to keep the content rolling for you all. So we'll go through a little bit about my experience, um, about moving, reasons to move to a new place, and a lot of tips before moving to a new city that I feel like I've learned over the years, have talked to friends about. So again, we're talking about moving to a new city, whether it's your first time or your fifth time, uh, talking about what that looks like, that transition of what you need to do. Again, on our previous episodes, we talked about the all the confidence and everything that you can gain from moving alone to a new city, um, all the things that are scary and terrifying and wonderful and adventurous all at the same time. But as many of you know, and I've heard on this podcast, I've made quite a few moves since I left home back when I was 18, looking back almost a decade ago. And each time I feel like I gained something new from each experience, you know, moving to college for the first time, you were still very sheltered and had a very big net when it comes to moving to a new city. You have places to meet friends. You have a little bit of a structure, you know, where you're going to live. You have, you know, your furniture situation, you know, sorted out. And all you really have to do is bring a good attitude and a suitcase. Um, And so each move, I feel like it's gotten progressively I don't want to say more difficult, but definitely a little more challenging. Whereas that first move away from college when I had to buy, you know, a bed set for the first time or like have a couch, never really had to have that before, you know, always lived in furnished college apartments, trying to figure out where to live, what's the best place to live, how to have an apartment when I barely had enough credit from college, you know, still needing a co-signer moving out of college. That's a number tip number one that I didn't actually write down. If you are in college and you do not have any credit starting to build in your name, definitely start building credit. Now get some credit in your name. It'll help it be, help you be more autonomous, 
later on when you're trying to get that first apartment through a landlord that isn't used to college students or a landlord for what I would say, quote, real people after college, you know, start building credit in your name now to make sure that you are set up for success when you go to get that first apartment in that first city after school. And I know those are the first few things that I jumped over as, you know, a single woman moving away from college and moving into a city for the first time um, was trying to find you know, a place to live, uh, how to manage rent and you find utilities. I was really lucky that when I, you know, moved in, I was about 22. Um, my roommate at the time was in her later twenties and she had already been through this a time before, you know, a time or two before and knew the rope. So I had someone that was able to guide me that was in similar in age that helped guide me through some of these initial apartment processes and initial moving to a new city. Uh, luckily for me, she had been living in the city her whole life. She'd grown up there. So she had given me a lot of tips and tricks and, you know, places to see things to do little hole in the wall spots. Cause those can be hard to find when you move to a city for the first time. You know, after that, I moved back into a grad school situation, moving back to a city that was still, you know, a new for me to live in, but not a new to me. Again, we talk about how JP and I met back in Clemson, how my family is from there. So again, it wasn't a super new, completely new city. Um, until I moved to Atlanta now for the first time, it was the first time that I felt, you know, completely solo moving to the city, had a little bit of family that lived, you know, way outside of the city, but no one that could be there to show us the ropes. You know, I moved with people that it was also their first time to the city. So we were starting from scratch. It was the, you know, first time after in grad school, I bought my first couch. I had bought my first, you know, everything in grad school and having to move that for the first time find places close to work, start a new job, all these things that come with moving to a new city because moving to a new city for the most part for most of us isn't about just moving to a new city. It's about starting a new job, looking at making friends, figuring out what this new city is going to give to you and what you're going to look like in this new city. We've talked about the ability to be transitional throughout all of our episodes and you know either coming in, you know, knowing who you are, you know, and sticking to that, which is phenomenal, or using this as an opportunity to change in any way that you see fit, you know, going and seeing a new group of people. I feel like as I look back on my previous experiences with moving away, moving to a new town, you know, I used to say that I liked being mobile. I liked moving every couple of years. I liked that challenge, that freshness, that newness, that adventure sensation when moving to a new city. Um, but I also took a deep reflection in my own self and realized that part of me may have been moving away when things got tough in a new place. You know, what many of you may see if you live in a new city for a couple of years is that that first year or so you're really adventurous, you're excited, you're putting yourself out there, you're making new friends, you're meeting other people that had just moved to the city, but maybe those connections aren't lasting as long as you would hope, or maybe they aren't, you know, as sustainable as you may see. And there comes a time I realized about maybe a year or two into some of these moves that I felt very stuck all of a sudden and wanted to change, wanted a new place and realized that maybe I was still moving and running away from that feeling of being uncomfortable in a new place. Because even now being in the city I live in now for a few years, there was still a hump in the middle there where I felt like I was not new to the city, but I still felt new. I didn't really have my people yet but still didn't know where to find them. And only now going into, you know, the third year or so starting to find, you know, consistent people, a friend group, people to do things with, how to keep, get yourself involved with the city. And I never realized before now that that little middle uncomfortable hump, you're going, you know, on the uphill and then you're starting to come down on the downhill of it. 
that I ran away from that uncomfortable hump for a long time and living in a new city, thinking that this place may just not be for me and, you know, all these different things. So I want to caution everyone. If you feel like you are moving a lot or transitioning a lot because you are feeling like you're just trying to find your place, maybe you are, but take a look and make sure that you're not running away from the uncomfortability that comes with moving to a new place, even after you've been there for a year or two. Um, Because I think that's something that surprised me a ton when I was going back and reflecting for this episode on what my moves look like and what that new experiences each time looked like. Don't get me wrong. Every time I've moved, I've met new people. I have grown into myself. I've had new challenges, new growth, and I would never change what I've done thus far. But looking now, trying to build a life in the city I'm at now is just as hard, if not harder than continuously being on the move and starting over from scratch each time, making those connections that are going to be sustainable. Building a life is something that is challenging as well. So that being said, I want everybody to sort of think about that when they're looking at moving to a new place or in that cycle of continuously moving, you know, see what it looks like if you have the ability to with your job, you know, your your own personal situation, what it looks like to stay stable for a minute. Um, it can be just as hard as getting up and moving, which I'm now finding out now, but it's once you get over that hump, it's such a great feeling. But enough about that, enough about rambling. <laughs> I want to talk about a couple of reasons to move to a new place. You may notice that some of these overlap with some of our other episodes, but we just talked about it. You know, a new place, a new you, it gives you an opportunity in a new city to, you know, develop, to change. You know, maybe you have been wanting to change your sense of style, but was worried about you know, the town you were living in, judging you or feeling different or looking to out there, maybe you take that opportunity and change it in a new city. You know, maybe there's a couple more activities you want to try that your old city didn't allow, but your new city does. Don't be scared to try it, to do it, to develop new hobbies because we are always changing. We are always have the ability to shift and migrate based off when we grow and our growth and challenges. So don't forget that new places can still mean a new you or the same you. Either way, it gives an opportunity for growth. Don't forget to open yourselves up to new perspectives. Moving can introduce you to you know, a whirlwind of new people, whether you're moving across the country or across town, you're going to inevitably, moving neighborhoods even, you're going to inevitably meet new people, have different perspectives, try new restaurants, and have a different perspective of a way of life. I think the most valuable thing that we can gain from moving to new cities and taking these leaps and engulfing ourselves in new cultures and experiences is the ability to see different perspectives, meeting new people, seeing people's different way of life. We talk about this moving away from your hometown episode, but getting away from everyone who's very similar to you and have had similar experiences can give you a worldwide view of perspective. And, you know, same with our traveling episode, talking about the ability of Meeting new people, going new places can give you a whirlwind of different perspectives and help you grow as an individual. So don't forget to look at that when you're debating if you should take that leap to move to that new city. You know, get out of your comfort zone, be ready to be social and move and try new things, go to new places and meet new people. That's not always the easiest thing, easier said than done, because it can be really, really challenging, especially if you're going to start a new job, you're exhausted from work and you're like, how am I supposed to fit in a life around this new job when maybe I live alone and I don't have any natural connections? Maybe I only know people from work and maybe they 
are in different stages of life than me. Maybe we don't click as well outside of the office as we do in the office. So be ready to put yourself out of your comfort zone. Other reasons to move to that new city is new independence and mobility. Again, stepping away, there's nothing more liberating in my opinion than moving to a new city and realizing you are doing everything on your own and that you can do it on your own. So think about that when looking at the next steps and looking at when to move. Another reason to move, I feel like we talked about it a little about my personal experience, but if you're feeling stuck in your current location, again, if you are feeling this feeling and you're feeling stuck in your life, in your city, in your job, and you want to move, take a second, take a beat to think about why you feel stuck. And if it truly is your situation, your job, your city, your friend group, and you really want a move and you need it, take it, take that leap and do it. But I really caution you to see, do you feel truly stuck or are you just in that middle ground hump phase in the new city where you're not a local, but you're not new. You don't have a friend group yet, an established friend group yet, but you have some friends. Don't be scared of that little rut because it does get better if you keep pushing to be, you know, to make a home out of where you are. But that's another good reason to move. Another thing you'll realize when you move that we've talked about is Home is still where the heart is. You keeping up with your connections of your family, your friends, even if they don't live near you, home is always going to be where the heart is and doesn't necessarily have to be a place. You know, we all come from somewhere, but know that home is ultimately where your heart is. On a nice cheesy note there, I want to transition. You know, you've heard me talk a little bit about my experience, what I've, you know, learned a little bit along the way from moving. And I want to go into some tips before moving. But before I get into that, you know, I just want to say these are a compilation of experiences I've had. Um, I've noticed that I would give back to my younger self or my younger friends or anyone moving to college that first time or getting ready to leave college and go to that new city for the first time. These are things from my move that I wish someone would have told me that has been super helpful in the past few moves, especially moving into a larger metropolitan city that I live in now. So first tip I would say is research the city's neighborhoods. You know, you can find it online, not only for safety, which is obviously really, really important. If you're like me and you're already looking for the cheapest option of where you live, don't forget to look at the location it's around. You know, don't sacrifice your safety for something cheap. Again, unless you're in a situation where you have to, maybe you can't afford to live outside of a neighborhood that may not be as safe, but look that up beforehand. Really do your research on what the crime looks like and the type of crime in an area, especially if you're moving into a city, because obviously cities in general have higher crime, but look at those neighborhoods for safety as well as neighborhoods best fit for your demographic. So say you, maybe you don't have a family, maybe you're coming in like me as a single person in their twenties and are looking for more people around your age and your you know, lifestyle. Check that out because I know that at least when I first moved here, we moved into more of a neighborhood and apartment complex that was more family friendly. And while there was no issue with that at all, it didn't give us a ton of opportunity to meet people our age, to make friends, you know, around our apartment or things like that. So when we made, my roommate and I made this move to our new apartment, we wanted to find somewhere that had a younger crowd or had a crowd that had more similar interests that we did. And we've been able to make way more friends in our new building, just taking that extra step to look at the demographics of where you're at, um, especially when it comes to wanting more of a single life versus a family-friendly life. And whichever type you're looking for, that's great. And you can find all that information about average ages, average marital status, average family status online as well. So I highly recommend you look that up. And don't forget to look around what's around the locations you want to live in. The majority of cities 
have various different locations and areas good for art and entertainment or food or sporting events. Think about things you like to do or want to try to do and the convenience of what those are near you because moving to a new city, especially moving to a new city alone, you're going to be looking for things to do. You're going to be looking for activities to do, activities to participate in. So don't make it hard on yourself if you can help it. Again, if you can't afford to be in a place or you don't want to live in the area that maybe the things you like to do are in there, look at the transportation options and things like that. But make it easy on yourself because the more difficult getting out to do things are going to be for you in that new city, the less you're going to want to do them. If you have to take a train, a bus, and a plane to get to a sporting event you really want to go to, it's going to be much more likely than if it's a walking distance away. So just something to think about as well as transportation in a city. You know, if you're going to be in a city with a public transportation system you're going to utilize, think about that when you're looking to move. Do you want to be near a train station, a bus station, somewhere with, you know, prevalent Ubers if you need, or a car-friendly city? Maybe you want to look at, you know, what the traffic situation looks like from your commute to work or not. I know for me, something when I was moving in this new city now, I was really looking at a commute and that was the biggest debate for me because it was going to be a longer commute. And I was debating between living in an area I wanted to live in, moving and starting this new job versus living closer to work and having to commute into what I wanted to do. Granted, no, not many people would make the same decision I did, but I chose to live in an area that made me feel vibrant in my new city that I loved in my new city that gave me you know, opportunities and things to do around me on the weekends and then take that longer commute during the day, which to be honest with you, it, from my personal experience, it was a wonderful risk, risk reward. I started to use my commute to listen to other podcasts, to have a creative space, time to myself, to call family, friends, and kind of have that alone time in the car. Whereas on the weekends now, my car doesn't move and I am surrounded by things to do that are things that I like to do all the time. And that is something that was really important to me. So don't forget to weigh that risk reward when looking at taking that move and where you want to live and what that transportation is going to look like. My next tip for you is to prepare for the unexpected when you move. Prepare for it um, as in have a savings. You know, Typically, most um, financial planners and things would recommend having an emergency fund of three to six months of your living expenses. My recommendation for personal experience Add a little extra to that when you're planning on moving to new city because shit happens. All right. I can't remember the amount of times I've moved into an apartment where a bathtub has been completely cracked. My furniture couldn't get there for ages. Something was lost in transit. There was things wrong with the kitchen. So I couldn't cook for a few days and had to order everything out or had car issues when moving and having to get it fixed when I get to the new city, having to end up paying for movers. These are all expenses that you may not think about if you're like me and making that list of things to do as you move down your list when you're getting ready to move. We don't want to think that things are going to go wrong, but they will. I promise. So prepare for that. Maybe save a little extra nest egg for an oh shit moment when you go to move. Again, whether that is car trouble on the drive, all of a sudden you need movers, something breaks when you're, you know, that huge mirror you love in your room cracks as soon as you get into your apartment. I'm telling you, these things happen. Um, and just, or you're like me and your water pipe bursts in your apartment and floods your apartment within the first few months of living there um, and things get damaged. You know, things happen. So prepare for them. More than that, three to six months, if you can afford it, prepare for shit to go wrong because inevitably it will. But 
part of that is the challenge and the fun. I wouldn't say fun necessarily, but part of the challenge of moving to a new place is figuring that out on your own. And I promise you, it is very liberating when you realize that you came prepared. So prepare, prepare, prepare. Again, preparing for the unexpected. You may not have prepared to have to sleep on your mattress on the floor for days on end until your furniture arrives like I had to. May not be prepared for that, but just mentally know that it's going to be rocky those first few weeks as you get settled into a new place. If you're like me, I want to move into a place and I want to unpack that day, feel settled that day. Don't stress stress yourself out to do that if you don't have to. You know, take that time to realize it's going to be unsettled for a little bit and that is okay. Be ready to be extra social and spend money on saying yes to new things. This comes back to that little moving nest egg I recommend, not only for emergencies, but when you first move to a new place, you're going to be getting outside of your comfort zone. You may be saying yes to more work happy hours because you're new. You may be saying yes to your neighbors that invite you out to dinner Um, You know, that first couple of weeks, you may be saying yes more to a sporting event in your area or a concert or, you know, some any a festival, anything like that, that you may be spending a little extra money on to make new friends and to make yourself more at home in your city. So don't forget to plan for that. Again, have that little extra nest egg if you can before you move so you don't have to say no to opportunities that can help you get outside of your comfort zone and get more comfortable in your city and meet new people. So don't forget to say yes. I know way back when in our very first episode, we talked about it was a hell yes or a hell no when it comes to doing things. This may be a little shifted. I know I'm going back on my words a little, but it may be a little shifted when you move to a new place because ultimately everything's going to feel a little uncomfortable. Meeting new people, you may not meet your people right away. You may meet people that help transition you into your city before you meet your long-term sustainable friend group in your city. So don't forget to say yes, be okay with being uncomfortable and be okay with that transition. Something I do recommend too is to use the move as an opportunity to get rid of your shit. All right, you're moving, you're having to pack everything up in boxes anyways. Don't just throw it in a box, throw it in a truck and move your shit to the next place. Take that opportunity to look through the things that you have. Don't worry you know, if it takes a little bit of extra time, but allow for time if you have the ability to, to go through it. You don't need that shirt you still have from high school that you wore maybe once for a function in college. And that's why you kept it. Get rid of it. We're grown now. Get rid of it. You don't need, you know, those 1800 college t-shirts that you're not wearing, but you keep in a box, get rid of them. I sound like a hypocrite because I have a whole box of them under my bed currently, but they will be getting rid of soon. You know, don't forget that at the end of the day, Stuff is just stuff. It's materialistic. You know, maybe some stuff means more to you than others. There's things that I definitely have that I would never get rid of that remind me of family members or friends or times in my life that the memories to me hold more than getting rid of the stuff. Um, But don't feel like you need to keep everything. Get rid of the, you know, that old, I don't know, mixer you have in your kitchen that you never use, but you want a new one or things like that. So don't be scared to get rid of stuff and pack light. It not only will make your moving process easier, not only packing things up, putting them on a truck and unpacking them, but you'll feel less overwhelmed when you start packing things up. I can't tell you how many times I've packed for a new place, started to unpack, and I'm like, what the hell is this? And why is it in a moving box? Is this mine? Then just to realize it was something that was hidden away that I didn't get rid of before I moved. And now I'm in a new place with shit that I don't want. 
So I highly recommend doing a declutter before you move. So clean out that house, that car, that apartment, and donate that shit. Get it out. You're not going to need it. Speaking of, you know, not needing it or wanting to refurbish or redo, you know, moving places, moving apartments in general, whether it's different cities, same city, gives you an opportunity to redecorate if you want. So don't forget options like Facebook market for selling and buying new furniture, new artwork. If you want to reinvent yourself and reinvent your space, that can be hard to do when you're in a current space and not actively moving. So don't forget to do that. Remember, it's a new adventure. So don't forget to pack that adventure spirit. I know that sounds cheesy, but even if you're a little more introverted, don't forget that that new city, that new move to bring that adventure spirit and attitude. We talk about all the time, but don't forget to plan. I am a planner. I'm a big list person now, which I think anyone that has known me over my life would be surprised to hear that. But when it comes to moving, well, I should actually say this as my sister listens. The one thing about moving that I do recommend that I am horrible about label your boxes. I get lazy and throw things in boxes and put them on a truck and move them. God bless my family because they have helped me moved so many times with a shitty organization to the moving. So that is something I didn't write down, but that just came to me. Label your boxes, have a bedroom box, write what's in the boxes, bedroom, you know, sheets, decor, whichever, just label your boxes. It takes two seconds and it makes moving back into a new place much easier Again, I sound like a hypocrite when I say it because that's the worst thing I am at doing when it comes to moving, but just do it. It'll make your life so much easier. Abby, that one's for you. So if you're listening, I'll do better the next move, I swear. Hopefully it'll be a few years from now. <laughs> um, but yeah, so don't forget to make that list of places you want to live. You know, Make a list of those apartments that maybe you're debating on a couple of pros and cons list of each apartment and what you could lo- have the opportunity to gain or lose by moving to a new place. Make lists of things you want to do and see when you move to that new city. Make things of lists you may need to purchase when you get there. Maybe you're moving to a completely different city with a new climate. Maybe you got to purchase your first parka. I know I was like that when I went to college. I'd never been somewhere with so much snow. You know, Maybe you need snow boots. Maybe you need new bathing suits because you're moving from a cold city to a warm city. So think about things that you may need or may want, again, to help with that little nest egg. So make a bunch of lists, basically. <laughs> Even before you move, maybe look for new events and an opportunity to see new friends. You know, maybe you check out, you know, social media near your area, or you look on Facebook for groups in your area for activities you like to do, or even just new city mover locations. You know, a lot of Facebook groups have social groups for new cities, for young professionals that can help you find events to make friends and make friends through the site. So don't forget to look ahead of that at time. You know, don't be afraid of strangers. Granted, this is a reasonable request. Use your head. Don't be dumb. Don't talk to the crackhead on your street. That's a stranger you don't necessarily need to talk to. But neighbors, you know, people you may meet, you know, walking through your halls of your new building, don't forget to, you know, smile and say hello or good morning. It may make a difference. It may make you a new friend. Um, Ask locals for things to do in your new city. People that have been there forever, people that have been there for five, six years, they can tell you the things that Google can't. One of my biggest pet peeves of living in a city sometimes is, especially living there for a few years now, is I'll Google, you know, places to go to brunch and my favorite brunch place won't show up on Google. And I'm like, are you shitting me? This is exactly what I'm trying to look for. So just know that there are more than just Google Maps or Apple Maps to find things to do and places to do in your city. Don't be afraid to tell people you're new to the city. You are not dorky. You are not a loser because you're new to a city. You just moved. You're a transplant. That's totally fine. 
tell people you're new. They may tell you where to, places to go, tell you things you need to see, um, introduce you to people and may make you a new friend. So don't forget to just tell people you're new. Let the ego and the pride go. You don't need to act like a local when you walk down the street because you're not. And that's okay. When you are, you'll be able to return the favor and help another newbie. So don't forget to do that. Again, look out for Facebook groups and meetups that can help you find things in your area to look at and to branch yourself out for. My last tip before moving that I know I've gotten caught up in in other moves, you know, some of the things online when I was looking up, you know, some advice on here said to start dating right away can help you meet new people. While that's not inaccurate, I really caution, you know, people that go to a new city and immediately start dating for a relationship. You want to casually date, obviously, that's totally fine. If that's what you're looking for, that is completely fine. If you know, you know, I'm ready to date and I want to be in a relationship and you happen to be moving a new city, do it. That's great. But if you're solely dating to meet new people, I recommend getting on things like Bumble BFF or trying to meet a group of friends first before you step into that dating pool. As we've talked about previously on this podcast, you know, the dating pool is not always easy to be in and it's much easier when you have friends and you know that support system to do things with in your city versus relying on maybe that random hinge date that you went on which again i've been very guilty of to try to find things to do on a friday night so i caught i challenge you to look at you know a lot of friend groups and places to meet new friends when you're in that new city sound good <laughs> so to wrap it up today again you know for all of those in that transition period moving to a new city at this time of their life or this time of year good luck you're going to rock it. Don't forget, you know, reasons that you're going to move. Don't forget to keep in your mind of reasons you're moving to this new place, whether it's for a new job, for family, new opportunity, new friends, or just because it's a city you want to live in. Don't forget the reasons why when it gets scary, it will be scary no matter what. Take that leap. Just freaking do it. Don't forget to check out the neighborhoods in your area. Prepare for backup expenses. Prepare for unexpected problems. Get that emergency fund and that nesting fund for moving built up beforehand if you can. Don't forget to be extra social. Say yes. Don't necessarily get caught up solely in dating. Make some friends. Use the opportunity to get rid of your extra shit. If you need new things, look online. You can find great deals on Facebook Market. Don't forget to bring that adventure spirit and say yes and go do. It is scary, but it will be fine, I swear. <laughs> Don't forget to plan things to do, places to live, things you need. All right. Don't forget to look for new events. Don't be scared of the strangers in your building, but be cautious, of course, especially in a new place where you may not know all the, quote, sketchy areas. So be safe. Ask locals for advice on places to go. Tell people you're new. It's okay. You're not dorky. And just do it. I take that leap. And if you guys are in the process of moving and you have these experiences, share them with us. Send it to us on uh, on Instagram, DM us. We love hearing from you guys. Anytime we get a DM, it makes us so happy. Uh, so if you're in the process of moving, let us know. Let us know what that experience is like for you. But otherwise, that is the end of my ranting solo episode. Once again, thanks for sticking through it with me. We will see JP back next week. We'll see you all next week for another regularly scheduled episode. So, so excited to see, hear from you guys and uh, have a great week. Bye, guys. 
We want to thank you for tuning in to this episode. If you like what you heard, make sure to download, rate, and review. For more content from your faves, follow us on Instagram at minimally.millennial.podcast. A new episode is released every Sunday at midnight, so don't forget to set those reminders for your Monday morning commute. We'll see you next week to once again tackle the question, why did nobody tell me this shit?